Welcome back to the final drive. Corey LeBounty along with Nick Wiggins joining you, and we're joined by a special guest, the head basketball coach of the Auburn Tigers, Bruce Pearl. A lot going on with Auburn basketball, really within the state of Alabama. The Tigers ranked number 12, being down nine at the half this weekend to Ole Miss and coming back and winning 91 to 77, setting up a huge game against Alabama on Wednesday. And coach, Thank you for joining us. Talk to us about your team's progression so far, especially the huge win on the road against Ole Miss. Well, great to be with you, Corey, Nick. Uh, awesome. Um, and War Eagle. Uh, you know what? We um, uh, we started off the Ole Miss game, and, and, and they just made every shot. I mean, they, they shot the lights out. They scored 44 points. Uh, we only turned them over twice. I mean, they just played great. And, and, and yet, we were only down nine, and you know I walked in the locker room and said, "Look, forty-four points. We can't beat them if that if that's. But I just don't think they're going to make those shots the way they made them in the first half. And so you guys talk it over. And I walked out, and Chad Baker kind of took over the locker room. He's like, and, and I asked Chad, you know, kind of what he had talked about. And he said, "Look, we played these guys already before. We beat them. Um, we 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 did not, you know, take advantage of. We lost at Mississippi State and Alabama the weekend prior." You know, we know what we need to do. Let's take care of our business. And, and, and the kids, i tell you what, Corey, when, when, when your locker room decides that they're going to do something, when the kids decide that we're going to get five stops in a row or we're going we're gonna to come back and win this game, I'm telling you, that those, that's when it happens, not just because a coach directs them and it puts them in that direction. It, it, it's about the kids. Coach, also, when you have the leadership that you've had, talk about those that return, Jalen Williams, Janai Broom. I know that coming in to this season, you weren't sure when the season ended one year ago who was going to be coming back to your roster, but those leaders that decided to return, the impact that they've had moving forward this season. Well, I think that Auburn is a special place. It really, truly is. And in this day of transfer portal and NIL, uh, we're all challenged to maintain our rosters and keep our good players because there's competition for them to be able to leave. They don't have to sit out. They can, they could go for more money. Uh, if people want to compete for them, it's just, um, you know, it's just different. Um, but Auburn is a, is a special place. It's a great university with great kids. We're kind of an everything school. People that go here, love it here. They love it to almost nauseam, which is upsets all the other people in the state of Alabama because they don't understand why Auburn people love Auburn so much. Um, but that's part of the reason why they came back. Also, you know, they, I do think they feel like they're coached well. We think they think that we treat them fairly. They've developed here, and so Jalen Williams and 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 Jani Broom and and Dylan Carwell, Chris Moore, those guys have been in the program three, four, and in Jalen Williams' case, you know, five years. I, I thought their poise, you know, it, through even in the first half when thing wasn't going great was important at Ole Miss, that we showed some poise. We were in the game late at Mississippi State. We were in the game late at Alabama. Um, and we were in this game in the second half, except this time we just got stops, made shots, and acted like we belonged. Coach, you talk about poise. You talk about defense. Uh, you know, we, we know that teams improve and get better as the season goes along, but I'd like to know what aspect of your team's game have you seen the most rapid growth and improvement in so far this season? Nick, we've been we've been good defensively. Uh, our first shot defense has been really good. Um, there are times when you know certain defenses disrupt us a little bit to get a little sloppy offensively. You don't take care of the ball. 
you settle for a, a decent shot instead of a better shot. Um, and, and so, you know, it's, it's just a lot of it has to do with just matchups, but you know, our analytical numbers, both offensive efficiencies, um, and, and, and in particular, our defense, uh, particularly our first shot defense, we got to improve in our rebounding, uh, and we got to improve on shooting on the road. Um, and we do those two things and there's still room for growth with this basketball team. Coach, you mentioned the rebounding factor. I know that the first go round against the Crimson Tide, you probably would like to see you guys get it inside a little bit more. And that was evident in your post game comments. Jay Williams would like to see us get it inside more. Because <laughs> that's all he talked about. Yep. Janai Broom had whatever. Janai had like, what, 25 or 27 or something like that. You, you'd have thought you'd have thought we never threw it to him if you listened to Jay. I love Jay. I, I love him to death. Here's a guard. He never threw the ball to the post, and he's busting our guys because we're taking shots instead of giving Janai Broom touches. Twenty-five and fourteen. You're absolutely right, Janai Broom. That first game against the Crimson Tide, great numbers there. And this past week, he gets his first career SEC Player of the Week award, averaging fifteen point seven and eight point eight rebounds per game. Janai Broom also had a close encounter with one Morgan Freeman tugging on his jersey. Talk to us about that. I know that was a pretty funny moment there for him to go back and realize, whoops, I just swatted an Academy Award winner's hand away. <laughs> that was almost a Shawshank Redemption relived right there, man. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think he was caught off guard because you know, he, he you know he got his hand, he got his jersey grabbed, and so he slapped the hand away. Whether it was a player or whether it was a fan, you know. And then he turns around, and he goes, "Oh my God, it's, it's more Freeman!" <laughs> you know. And then he and he comes over a couple times, and 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 it was it was cool. Uh, everybody handled it, everybody handled it really well. Look, and, uh, I, I was saying was, that uh, it was a funny moment. I was saying that now Morgan Freeman owes y'all one. Y'all got to get him to narrate some pregame hype video or something for you guys when you come out. My guess is he's a rebel. And, he, and, 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 and and he's going to stay a rebel. Understood there, <laughs> Coach. Now, when you do look at top to bottom, I've heard you say this even prior to the SEC season beginning. When you looked at the preseason SEC schedule, top to bottom, this is the best SEC that you've seen since you've been coaching, whether it's at Tennessee or at Auburn. And it's proven true here to where earlier today there were draft situations or March Madness brackets to say up to nine teams can get into the NCAA tournament. It just goes to show that each and every night you bring your lunch pail in the SEC and it literally just means more. It does. It means more. Um, I agree. We're going to get nine. Um, and right now, there are even I think eleven teams that 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 are are, are all right there in it. Um, and I've never seen it one through eleven this competitive. And um, um, so, I think every single night in our league, um, you just you just can't say uh, what's going to happen. And it's a credit to the conference commissioner Sankey. Uh, Garth Klitschman, our, our, our basketball supervisor, Mike Eats, our supervisor officials, the leadership in the SEC, as well as the ADs and the presidents from out the SEC for committing to having men's basketball, you know, be competitive. And 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 as much as anything else, the student athletes and our fans, our student athletes have stepped up on every campus, and the fan bases have stepped up as almost every game sold out. 
Well, not only that, Coach, you do have a situation to where you do have pretty much the best fans in America at Neville Arena. Talk to us about the jungle, the atmosphere, and the mentorship that Katie Johnson is giving one to Aiden Holloway. Well, I think, I think the jungle's amazing. Uh, we feel like we have to get the best home court advantage in all of college basketball and uh, it's been it's been wonderful. And our students line up before every game, not just the big games. They spend the, they have to spend the night on a couple of the games, um, you know. And and it's just uh, it's it's something that we've developed some culture and tradition. And I think it's just because of the consistency of the student athletes that have have come through here and competed and and uh, loved on Auburn and Auburn's loved on them. And then you know part of the. You know, part of the the, uh, the culture is is the leadership. Part of it is, let's say Trey Donaldson or Katie Johnson or um, you know Chris Moore, guard Leor Berman, guards that have been in the program for years. They'll take you know our new guys like Denver Jones or Aiden Holloway or you know Chad Baker, or Mazar, the new guards that come in, and and just you know first of all befriend them and 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 then also help them understand how to deal with me, how to tolerate me and and uh, play for me and then have an understanding of what we're trying to do so uh, our strength has been our our bench our strength has been 11 guys not just five our strength has been that we've been able to share it and uh, no man is jealous of another man's success Bruce Pearl, head coach of the Auburn Tigers men's basketball program, joining us on the final drive. And, Coach, you mentioned the growth of your team, the camaraderie of your team, the team chemistry, self-accountability there. I know that the, the basketball in this state has continued to grow. We know what football means. You mentioned Auburn being an everything school. But when all eyes are on the state of Alabama, whether it's Alabama, Auburn, Samford, UAB, Jacksonville State, of course, or South Alabama down our way, when basketball is great in this state as a whole, from a national standpoint, I know you have to love it. It's been really good. Yeah, you know, all the programs and Troy as well, and um, and and some of the Division two schools, and um, the quality of the high school basketball has improved. And uh, no, it's been it has been it's great. Um, and um, I, again, it's it's just uh, uh, the fact that Auburn was the last team in the SEC to, to get to the Final Four. Uh, normally that would be Kentucky or somebody else, it, or Florida. It's Auburn. Uh, the fact that Auburn or Alabama have won the SEC for the last five years. Um, and right now we're playing for first place tomorrow. So uh, it's been good. But, guys, it's not a time to reflect. It's a time for me to get ready for Alabama and our practice here in a, in a couple of hours. And I appreciate being on with you guys here this morning. And you guys do a great job down there in Mobile. And I know you got a great, great listenership. And keep up the great work in War Eagle. Coach War Eagle, I appreciate your time. Best of luck to you moving forward. And we'll talk again very soon. Look forward to it. Thanks. Bruce Pearl, head men's basketball coach of the Auburn Tigers, joining us on the final drive.